Get ready to maybe breathe a sigh of relief. That emergency fund that you're worried is probably not big enough. Well, some new data may be moving the goalpost a little bit closer. This Certainly, it'll be a little bit more realistic, but is it going to actually be enough? We will be talking about that and much more with our fantastic thought leader, guest co-host today, Newsweek Executive Editor, Diane Harris, on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And I'm Diane Harris, Newsweek executive editor and the former editor-in-chief of Money Magazine, coming to you from my home office in Montclair, New Jersey. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Newsweek executive editor, Diane Harris. We break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And by the way, as you can hear from the noise in the background, we tape it live. This episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by Tiller, your financial life in a spreadsheet automatically updated each day. Go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for a free 30-day trial and to support the show. Diane, it's so great to have you back for your second round of taping with us. We're so glad to have you with us. Well, I really appreciate that, Bobby, and I'm excited. Um, I love doing this, and it's a relatively new experience for me. So, you know, uh, it's it's just a, it's a great experience for me as well. And we are taping, by the way, live on Facebook Live. We have a great audience with here with us here for the taping. So they'll be leaving their questions and comments for us to include in the show. We also include comments from our social media channels, especially our Instagram stories. And we've got some great comments that were a bit surprising. Uh, for this story that we're going to be talking about on emergency funds and some surprising new data out. Let's see which of our friends is going to bring us into the headline today. This is Tim from the Faith and Finances podcast. Just like hanging out and chatting about the news, that's why I tune to Money with Friends. All right, Diane, lead off with the story here. All right. So this is from my alma mater, money.com, but it was actually widely covered by uh, uh, several different outlets. And the title is, How Much Do You Really Need to Save in an Emergency Fund? Probably not as much as you think. Six weeks, not six months of take-home pay should be your new savings goal for an emergency fund. Conventional wisdom traditionally says that you should have at least three to six and ideally nine months of your salary saved for emergencies, such as job loss or serious health troubles. But a new income analysis conducted by J.P. Morgan Chase that looked at 6 million American checking accounts now suggests a lower amount. Most Americans don't even have that much saved, however. A full two-thirds of Americans don't have six weeks' worth of pay saved, the report found, and forget about six months. According to the study, to survive a simultaneous increase in expenses and dip in earnings, a middle-income family should have $5,000 saved. However, most of those families had just $2,000 saved and ready in case of an emergency. The recommended emergency fund figure dips to $2,500 for lower-income families who reported having closer to only $700 saved, the New York Times reported. 
What if you're really struggling to build up an emergency fund? Aim to save just three weeks of your pay instead of six. It's still enough money to help a family get through a period of higher expenses or drop in income, the study shows. And you're not alone, by the way, if you've been saving. Um, 53, if you haven't been saving, 53% of Americans don't have an emergency fund at all, including most people over 50, a new AARP study found. And it's not just low earners. A quarter of people making more than $150,000 don't have any rainy day service. According, savings, according to AARP. And then it goes on with a few suggestions saying that you should start saving a small amount every paycheck by automatic transfers to your checking and to not underestimate how important tools, budgeting, and expense tracking apps can be. And obviously, the sooner you start, the better. Okay, Diane, Ms. Former Editor of Money Magazine, this is your area, Executive Editor, I should say, also of Newsweek. What's your take on this? Is six weeks real? I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, so the the first thing that I want to say is that the topic itself of emergency funds is hugely important. So money is the number one cause of stress in this country. And the number one cause of money stress is the feeling that you're one disaster away from from ruin, from, you know, everything going to hell. Can I say hell? I, I just did. I so I guess so. I can. <laughs> um, so I think that the subject is critically important. And I think that when we talk about needing to save three to six months or more, that number is so daunting that, that people just throw up their hands and say, you know, I'll never get there. So I think what's great about the story and about the study is that it shows that even smaller amounts, much smaller amounts, can really help you through. And it can help you through, I mean, I think Pew found a couple of years ago that the typical, most expensive, regular emergency, like a leaky roof or a you know, broken transmission, costs most families around $2,000. So just having that is great and really helpful. But for the big stuff, like a layoff or a divorce or a or a long illness, you know, three to six months is still what your ultimate goal is. So, like, think of this. This is a first step. This is not the end goal. Yes. I think what I like about this is it's realistic. It maybe gets people started. And also, the truth is it can buy you time. So let's say you were in that camp where you have three weeks. That's still three weeks to figure out a plan, and that plan can come into place afterwards, whatever it may be. You may have to make a tough decision about selling something. You may have to get a second job while you're looking for another main job. You may have to figure out where you're going to live if you're going through a divorce, but it buys you at least a little bit of breathing room. Um, we do this in front of a live audience, so I just want to um, read a couple of comments there, and then, Diane, I'm going to ask you to read some of our Instagram comments if you want to get those ready. Um, we did put sure. this out to our Instagram audience audience. Greg says that part, I think part of the value of building that cash reserve is the act of making yourself cash flow positive. Exactly. Unfortunately, a lot of people, you know, life gets in the way. We can have all these ideals, but as Greg points out, it's a lot about just having the cash flow to do it. And um, Kelly says, I like the idea of making it seem more achievable for people who have no savings at all. Small successes can be addictive and build momentum for bigger goals. Oh, I think that's so smart. So part of this is 
that's really right. It's the emotional part of it. It's the motivational part of it. I mean, when it feels too big, you're not going to do it. But if you take it in smaller steps, bite-sized steps, it can really motivate you to do more. So, for example, can I can I go right to yes. some of these Instagram yes, go, responses? Let's go to the Instagram. That- yes. Just because you know we have, uh, you know, I'm 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 probably going to butcher this this name Trinidad A. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm just going to stop there. But the comment is a thousand dollars to start with for a basic emergency, then six months income to be safe, and that's exactly what we're talking about. That you know, give yourself if you're just starting out a smaller amount to think about. Um, you know. Another response is as long as you think it will take to replace your job if you lose it. And I think that's the end goal that, you know, that that really is what you need to be thinking about, because that's the emergency that will really do you in. Too many factors here, single, married, kids, rent, own, college, family, job structure, debt. And that's right. Those are all the things that are going to impact what you need to save for and all the things that can go kablooey on you. But if you think of them all at once, again, I think it tends to be paralyzing. So just start with a small manageable amount and build from there. I love that. I think that's really great. Um, Before we get to our takeaways on this, I do want to thank Tiller for sponsoring Money with Friends. And we talked, one of the things in the article was about the idea of having apps and software that can help you organize your finances. You can see what is my, what does my first three weeks look like if I don't have income? What does my next six weeks look like if I don't have income? What does three to six months look like if I don't have income or if I have some kind of disruption? So these kind of tools are really Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. And a great way to start, I just my favorite way to do this, I mean, we used to tell people to automate by, you know, having money taken right out of your checking account. My favorite new way to do this is through direct deposit, because most people don't realize that if you get paid through direct deposit, you can elect to have that direct deposit split. So you don't even have to go through your checking account. You can do it kind of the way you do a 401k and you can set a certain amount every time you get paid or a certain percentage. It can be small so you don't really notice it and you can change it whenever you want. It's a really easy way to get this started. Everyone should do that. That is a no brainer. All right, let's talk about Tiller for one sec before we get to our takeaways. Money with Friends is brought to you by Tiller. You can manage your money 10 times faster in a spreadsheet with Tiller. It's the only service that connects Google Sheets and Excel with daily spending, transactions, balances. And unlike financial apps that force you to compromise, what's nice about Tiller is that the spreadsheets are fully customizable to your needs. It makes it even better because it's automatic, just like Diane was talking about. Everything should be automatic, these kinds of things at least. Tiller eliminates data entry, multiple account logins, all all of that, you just connect your banks once. You only have to do it once. And then you can see your transactions automatically updated each day so you can kind of set it and forget it, which is good for this kind of thing, not for everything. Go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for a free 30-day trial. And by using our link, you're going to get 20% off your first year. So that is a great benefit. So please use our link and then they will send us a thank you. And so thank you, Diane, so much for being with us. Let's get to our takeaways. You want to go first or you want the final word? I think on this one, I'll go first. Um, Saving six weeks of expenses is so much more manageable than socking away three to six months. And it really does some powerful good, as this Chase study shows. It can help you through the common financial ups and downs that most families face. But 
while I hate to be a Debbie Downer here, it is not big enough for the really big emergencies like a layoff or a long illness. So you've got to think about six weeks as a first goal, not the final word on how much you need for emergencies. And once you get to the six weeks, keep going. I love that. I think that's so smart because it really is realistic. I mean, on both ends, it's realistic that you got to have something to start. You want it to be more manageable, but you're also telling people, come on, let's get honest. If something really big happens, you're not going to be covered in that three to six week thing. If something big happens, you need to make peace with the fact that you're going to have to have more money and you've got to work towards that goal. So thank you for that, Diane. That was really good. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, So my takeaway not not as grand, but just basically saying the world is not perfect. So I'm, you know, I'm going to say in a perfect world in that context, knowing we don't live in a perfect world, but I like the reality check elements of this better six weeks than nothing better three weeks than nothing. And if you don't want too much in cash and not too much invested, um, if you're only going to do six weeks, you can sometimes have a backstop, like setting up something. We didn't talk about this a lot, like a home equity line of credit, which you can't always yep. get when you're in that emergency situation, but you can set it up and not use it. And then that's there. And yes, you're going to pay interest on that money, but it's not going to be as much as a credit card. And it's not going to be as much as, it's not going to be as bad as, let's say, nothing. If you have no resource and you start losing your financial assets for whatever reason. So something is better than nothing, but more is better than less. Agree 1000%. All right. You're going to be back with us tomorrow. But before I let you go, tell us more about what you're working on over at Newsweek and everything else going on with you, Diane. Well, thank you. Uh, The big news is that I am joining Newsweek full time as executive editor. So I've I've been working there as an editor at large. And I'm excited about, you know, about joining a really iconic brand and the people there are great and focused on doing some really great journalism. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm just finishing up a book proposal. So um, stay tuned for more on that. Wait, you can't do that. Do a, do a really quick tease of the book. What's, tell, tell us a little bit about a book. That's that's like crazy. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, sure. I can tell you three things to do with your money. If you do these three things, you'll be fine for the rest of your life. Okay. We all need that book. On that note, though, <laughs> I'm going to say goodbye to Diane. Goodbye to our wonderful uh, audience. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. For links to these stories, go to moneywithfriendspodcast.com online for uh, to participate in our polls. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at moneyfriendspod. And on behalf of Diane Harris, executive editor of Newsweek and former editor of Money Magazine. I'm Bobby Rebel. Have a great day. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.